You're listening to Outside Radio. Hey, hello. Welcome to this week's show of Ugly Girls Club on Outside Radio. It's halfway through month two. And as the team, we would really love to thank everyone who's part, who has been part of this journey with us, with all the podcasts we've been doing, the articles, and just engaging with us on our Instagram page. We'd really love to thank you guys for being on this journey with us. So as you already know, on Outside Radio, we have other podcasts as well. We have Lele too, who does Curing It Up, Sansa on a podcast, Yamachita, and Supreme, who is on Active the Podcast. We also have some really amazing writers, Muli, Balisa, and Duzanele. If you have not yet checked them out, please go to our landing page, www.outsideradio.live. You'll find all of their work there. You'll also find our playlists and previous podcasts on our landing page. So uh, to come back to Ugly Girls Club, I would just have to thank Janine for joining us last week where we spoke about the great return of the diaspora. Um, as we already know, um, there's so many African bodies across the world and many of them are coming back to Africa to try build new lives, build families, build businesses, creating new economies in their in their home countries. So we were discussing that and how some of the reasons why people are doing that. So I would really love to thank Janine. And if you haven't listened to the episode, all of our podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Music and IONOFM. And of course you can find the links on our landing page, www.outsideradio.live. So this week, this week's uh, topic is something that was trending on Twitter a couple of weeks, months ago. Um, and I wasn't sure if, you know, it was something I wanted to talk about. But it's something that happens to all of us um, as young girls, I think, and older girls. Um, in our lifetime, it at least happens once, if not twice, you know, it's something that happens in our lives. And I thought, I mean, we should, I should talk about it, um, on our, on Ugly Girls Club. So this week we'll be discussing grooming of young women by older men. Specifically, we'll be discussing this controversial issue within a university context whereby everyone involved is considered to be a consenting adult. And I put emphasis on adults because in a university environment, the invoices are sent to you as the student, as if you are the one who's paying it. There's more responsibility placed on your plate, on your shoulders, but you literally fresh out of high school and you are considered to make supposed to be able to make cognitive decisions you know so that's the context we are working in and to talk through this topic with us I have a dear old friend of mine uh, Upambili to to help us discuss this subject and we'll break it down together and go through it through the episode um, so yeah 
Welcome, Pamili. Hi, Nicole. Thank you so much for inviting me to the show. Yeah, I'm just excited to speak about this issue and yeah, just give my opinion about it. And yeah, I'm just excited to be part of the Ugly Girls Club for tonight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. So to our audience, who is Pambili? What's Pambili's journey? Um, who, who are you? Okay, Pambili is just a simple girl. Um, I grew up in Guguletu, went to San Susi Girls High, and then I went to the University of the Western Cape, studied law, and yeah, so that's basically me. And I'm a new mom, so I have a son. And something interesting about me is that I don't know, I just enjoy life to the fullest. Oh, and <laughs> Pambili's baby is so cute. Like, your son is like. You need to get your son in, like working ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to no, be in the I'll, ads I'll ASAP. <laughs> so as we discussed earlier on, um, well, as I said earlier on, we'll be talking about grooming. And I just want to give the textbook definition of grooming, right? So if you Google what is grooming, they say it's the establishment of an emotional connection with a child to lower the child's inhibitions with the objective of sexual abuse so that's the the main definition of what grooming is and i mean now grooming with that being said right grooming can appear in different context different forms um as anything else appears in, it doesn't necessarily appear in one form right so mm-hmm. if you think about what was happening on twitter that day right um i think you were also online that day i'm not sure mm-hmm. when umishali was like um well i mean i don't know i think they were talking about dating and stuff like that i'm not, i'm not sure i'm not like the biggest person on twitter because i got a text from a friend of mine like girl are you seeing it's going down on twitter i can is trending what is she trending about you know um and she was basically saying that Yena, when she was in high school she was dating guys way older than her well way older i would assume like university right um mm. and she was saying guys her age were just immature and she just was like really into like older guys and then people were like but do you understand how wrong that is because you're still a child at the end of the day right yeah so that's another form right of grooming where um, an older guy to you will be like to you, oh, you know, you don't act like the people your age, you know, like mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like there's something so special and like mature about you, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. this has happened to you. Like, I don't know, have has this happened to you before? Like when you were in high school? Yeah, like 
even in primary school girl i'm mm, telling primary you primary school what what um, were they doing like these men will be all over me telling me i look beautiful i don't look my age you know and wanting to buy me gifts take me out so it it can start at any age i feel like every single female friend that i had in high school was either dating an older guy or had older men chasing after them and uh, yeah it's it's too common it's 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 my daily bread it used to be my daily bread where men just come up to me even men who are as old as my dad so it's it's something very very common and society is to blame for that mm yeah society is to blame for that this whole idea that women mature well girls mature faster than boys that's just false it's not true it just it just leads to a lot of negative things girls put up with a lot of things and they accept a lot of things because apparently they mature enough to date older men so yeah society as a whole is to blame for the sexual grooming of females so guys just act on it but i think most of the time some men they know um that they taking advantage of females and we obviously are unaware of it but it's acceptable to society if you get what i mean it's acceptable mm. to society because that's the mentality that we grow up with like our parents will tell us girl you need to date a man who's older than you guy you can't date a girl who's too older than you why because mm. females mm. mature faster than males which is not true males can mature as fast as females you know so that's just wrong and it creates a bigger problem it creates a bigger problem and look at where we are right now a lot is happening a lot of girls are being sexually groomed and that leads to a lot of negative disgusting um things yeah mm i mean it it can go even as far as um sexual um trafficking it can mm-hmm. go as far as like um looks in the term is like um chalanekins are right and then mm-hmm. you end up doing like that behavior as well next thing now you're involved in crime because as well figenini apple because you know you were told like oh you're so beautiful you'd never say you're 15 years old like i like when i think about this like i like i cringe because i'm just like jesus like also like even saying like it, it's happened many times before you know like mm. when you think about it you like yo i was a child like cringe mm. cringe cringe and then mm. at the time sometimes like especially i guess when you get to high school and you think you're all that and a bag of chips you know you like you feed into it you, you like oh, maybe it's so flattering yeah you like maybe i am older <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like, oh my god, I'm, I am more mature than my friends. You know what I'm saying? That time, mm-hmm. it's all bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Do you think, especially now with like um, the 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 human trafficking, the gender-based violence, and all of that stuff that's happening, do you think like in our environment anything has changed? Like even if it's like a one percent change, like you know, because change takes time. In the ZNJ, like today, like right now, is happening. Sexual grooming. Yes. I think it's still happening um now. Um definitely, definitely it's still happening. Um you can see on the internet uh older men are dating children basically. So what is an old man doing with the child? Mm. What is a 40-year-old doing with a 23-year-old? Mm. So things haven't changed. I see it in my daily life. Um, these girls get excited about dating these older men. They think, oh my gosh, this man is so in love with me. And guess what? What ends up happening? They get abused. And of some course. of them get raped. Yeah, so I... Not going to mention names, obviously, but I do know mm. someone who was personally raped by her boyfriend. She didn't want to have sex with him, and he forced himself on her. And this person is a child, mm. and the person who raped her is a a man, an old man. I would say mm. he's a, nine years older than this child. So, mm. yeah, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Because I think a lot of people and a lot of children and a lot of parents are not aware about sexual grooming. So, you know, nothing has changed because of that. Mm. Um, I just want to say to our listeners, we're doing a a Skype interview. So if there's um, connectivity issues, you'll hear it. So please do apologize. I apologize and please bear with us. Um, as we have this conversation but also just to go back i feel like our parents know man like our parents our parents were also there once upon a time mm-hmm. i think our parents because you mean your your mom might say a comment like where does mm-hmm. that come from <laughs> where does that comment okay. come from you know what i'm saying like i, I guess i guess they know ne? But they don't know not, I mean, they don't act on it. They mm-hmm. don't teach their girls from a young age. But Okay, they might know, but they're not doing anything about it. Yeah, well, so some parents do encourage their children to date older men, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. because they don't see it as grooming or they don't see anything wrong with that because you'll find that there's um parents um with some parents there's a a large age gap you know yes and the 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 mother had no idea that she was being groomed and that's passed down to the children because you see in in our society there's 
especially the black society there's a lot of people a lot of families where you're like oh my gosh this man is old and they 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 can warn their children about old men and what not but i don't really think they see it as sexual i don't i don't think i don't know man i don't think people are aware of the extent of sexual grooming and the calculation behind sexual grooming they can be like oh no you're still a child sometimes you're still a child don't date that guy who's older because they they just want you to be um done all right like a good kid yeah. not so yeah. pregnant you know they're not going to say look listen this man is old this man is going to to do a b and c and just warn the children in a, in a right manner okay you know mm. it's maybe all right because <laughs> my mom used to be like don't date all the guys or don't date at all they'll just say don't date at all i don't know man i don't i don't feel like i'm aware of sexual grooming to be honest i don't think i was aware of it when i was younger and i don't uh, I, i don't know any parent or any of my friends parents who would be like nancy sexual grooming they'd just be like no. that guy is maybe going to take advantage of you yes Not yes you. this guy is going to groom you yeah well hmm. this guy is is more mature than you older than you meaning and you could we level a1 a1 But exactly this guy is going to 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 groom you i think i think that that that's um it's very important to actually sit down with the kids lay it out on the table explain certain things back low is a cut and also also because a b and c Mm, mm. like for us it's like mazoti mas they won't necessarily say groom mazoti usa khatha right trick mm. you into yeah, yeah, you're right. believing you're right. and doing things you know grooming is mm. just the 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 textbook term <laughs> of it all so just to go back to your university environment Do you mind just going over again um which varsity you went to and what you were studying in that varsity? I went to UWC, University of the Western Cape, and I studied law. That's cool. That's and like that's the best, you know, for law. I mean, it that's really is considered. Like mm, it really is considered yeah. one of the best schools for law. So you were in the perfect environment basically and then when you were there like when your first day i'm in varsity yo how 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 was that feeling like in your mind what were some of the the things that you think changed for you from being a in in high school a high school student to all this new found freedom in university Um okay so after high school I actually took a gap year. So I took a gap year. Um I worked at iStore for a couple of months and then I started varsity the next year. 
Oh my goodness, I was so excited. Oh my word, I was excited, I was ecstatic. I was going to move into res. Oh, I could smell the freedom. But yeah, I was just excited. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I was excited for um, meeting new people, new friends, going out. I was excited for lectures. I, I was excited for um, sitting at the cafeteria. I was just excited for everything. <laughs> when I started, I really was excited. Yeah, that sounds like about like how everyone would feel, you know, and especially like your some of your friends were in varsity as well already. So you're probably like hearing all the stories, you know, you were like super keen. And then like once you started like school, <laughs> once you started school, like um, how how was the pattern? So were you in res? Was it um, res and like lectures and stuff? Like how 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 was the academic schedule environment? Okay, so yes, so it would be lectures in the morning. Okay, I'd go from res to my lectures, touch break time, lecture. If it's a Friday, we'd go to the barn after our lectures, have a few drinks, go back to res, weekend, and meet up with a few friends, and we'd do, yeah, whatever we feel like doing, maybe go on a hike. Um, yeah, go out. But my day-to-day varsity life, it would just be my lectures, res, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then how was the, the student-lecturer envi- um, relationship in, in your classes? Um, it was, I guess to a certain extent, it was normal. The students would listen to the lecturer, meet up with the lecturer um, if we had any issues. And uh, so we'd see the lectures as our authority, you know, and then mm-hmm. we'd be the students if we need anything. We'd book an appointment to see them. And yeah, that's. Yeah, that's about it. But we we did communicate outside class, I guess, and we had a friendly relationship with um, some lectures, not all of them. But yeah, some were friendly, some were a bit um, not too friendly. So you just go with the vibe. Mm. So then, like, which lecture for you became like a little bit too friendly you know like hey pebbles <laughs> how you doing girl <laughs> did that ever happen <laughs> girl that happened to me um i did have a lecturer who was a bit too friendly um a, a bit too weird actually because whenever I'd enter his lecture, he would always give me looks, you know. Mm-hmm. I, you know when someone is staring at you. And not just staring because 
you know, you're a student, but staring because you can see they're just lasting over you. Mm. And it, it was to a point whereby, and that's no bad, he couldn't see that he was doing that, or I don't know, but it was just weird. But I did have uh, a lecturer who was kind of inappropriate with me. I could sense him looking at me and just, ugh, just disgusted me. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. How old was this guy? Um, I think about, he was about, I'm not sure, maybe, maybe 30 years old. Um, okay, I'm so yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. Not, not too old. Um, I think maybe 30, between 30 and 33. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. we say young now because we're closer to 30 and 33. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but at, at exactly. 19, he's like way older than you, you know? And then how... Mm. I'm, I'm just trying to get to... How do I get to the point where you guys sort of started a, to form a, a relationship, if I can put it like that? How, how, how did it get there? Okay, so I never... I was never really into my degree, so I wouldn't attend each and every lecture or each and every tat. So he kind of noticed uh, when I wasn't in class. So I don't know, there was just some random day we were having a tutorial. So after that tat, he called me and he's like, girl, I see that you are not attending <laughs> as you should. And it's not a joke because you need to pass this degree. So that's how we started the conversation. And he's like, what's your email address so that I can make sure that you pass this degree because law is not a joke. It's not some, some subject or some course that you can just you know, not attend. In law, you have to attend. You have to understand every single thing. So if you want to, give me your email address so that I can assist you with um, all the work that you've missed out on and so that you can do the tasks that you haven't done. So that's how our relationship started. Mm, like it was a formal, you know... Ooh, like it, pupil teacher yes. environment but I mean when did it go south soon or was it like he did help you and then at some point it became something else um it every it was quick but he it kind of started slowly I, mm -hmm. I would say it all happened within a space of two weeks but during that two weeks um i don't know like it, it 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 started slowly he became friendly so what he did was um so after after the touch he's like give me your email um so that i can you know 
help you with your with your work, the work that you've missed out on. You need to have good marks, okay? So I was left alone with him in the class. So mm-hmm. after that, um, because, yeah, after that, he walked me back to Rez and we were just having a conversation about law. You know, why why do you want to study law? Do you want to be a lawyer, etc., etc. And then from there, he asked for my WhatsApp, saying it will be easier for him to communicate with me via WhatsApp. I fa- and I found that very, very odd. I found that to be extremely strange. But, you know, he's my lecturer. Why not just give him my number? This man is trying to, you know, help, help me. you. And mm. yes, I'm the one who's messing up. And here's a person who's trying to save me, you know, from my own demise. So I gave him my number. And yeah. Do you want me to go on and tell you the whole story? Or? Um, yes, but I just want to add there, like you see how already he's put your guard down. Because he's saying that he wants to help you. He wants to help you get this degree so like we need to be in constant communication so you can get it that time he knows what he's planning on the side here already Uh which is that's so tense yeah it's 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 messed up it's it, it really is messed up sorry when i think about it now um yeah because he pretended to be um friendly with me you know and i put my guard down and he just pretended to be someone who's trying to assist me and he could see the position i was in because i was in a more vulnerable position and then he just inserted himself into my life as i guess my savior you know Mm. so um what he did was he sent me an email and asked me uh, to go to his office so that I can do the tats that I haven't done. Okay. So he sent me the email, sent me the tats and asked me to, you know, uh, meet up with him at a certain time in his office. Um, that's exactly what I did. And was then, this like normal hours or like after class, 4 p.m., 5 p.m., 6 p.m.? No, it was during normal um, period times. Mm. Yeah, so it wasn't after hours. You know. So every uh, everything was normal. You know, mm. I met up with him. I did my tats, and then. He told me that, you know, you, um, I have extra notes that I can give you maybe on Friday or the weekend. Okay. Mind you, this person stayed on campus. Mm. Yes. This person stayed on campus. So he's like, I've got extra notes. I can assist you further, you know. So that you can pass well. So I was like, oh my gosh, this person is amazing. Of course. Like, why do I deserve this? Like, why is he doing me so many favors, you know? 
So I on on the weekend he proceeded to contact me on WhatsApp asked me to meet up with him at this particular res so that you know he can help me um pass my pass this particular course you know and then that day oh that day was hot it was scorching hot on that day when I met so I was like oh I'm not in the mood and then he's like bring your laptop brought my laptop met up with him at the gate we went inside as soon as we got inside he's like um it's so hot i don't okay. feel like um um doing school work you know i oh it's too hot for school <laughs> and i was like um okay then nigga bye yeah you know, see you whenever and then he's like no 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 you know stay let's yeah, have we'll a drink do. yes um <laughs> no he didn't say let's have a drink he, no he asked me do i want anything i was like no mm-hmm. and then he's like mm-hmm. um nico let me tell you i was scared when i was mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. like i don't know my gut instinct was like this is not normal you know mm-hmm. Why am I in this person's room in my lecture's room? Mm. You know, and it I, I don't know, my gut feeling was like uh uh-uh. uh no, something very strange is about to happen or to happen. Happened. Yeah. Mm. So it's like no, just relax, relax, just sit on the bed. And you know most um res you sit on the bed because it's much more comfortable. You know, I don't mm. know, but I sat on the bed. He's like, "Come, let's watch this movie." And after this movie, I will give you all the notes. Wow! And then I was speechless. No, because also, I mean, like this is your lecturer. Also, you know, like the power dynamic, which we'll discuss also um, a little bit more after um, you you tell us the story, like. you you'd be like okay he's saying so it should be fine but then your gut as well is also just like mm, it's not fine you know yeah that yeah it, it was just weird and get mm. at that time i was a child of so course i was just confused as to is this what happens but i just sat down and i was like Okay. Fine. Let's watch a movie. <laughs> But in my mind I was like, oh my gosh, like my heart was just palpitating. I was I was very very scared. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I was scared. I was kind of trembling. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, just relax. Um this guy sits next to me. And he starts brushing my stomach and um he starts trying to brush my boob and you know tries to kiss me and then i just got up and i left mm-hmm. i just got up closed my computer and then i exited the door and went to my room and i cried like a little baby 
Mm, of course. I mean, this is the first time you've been in this environment you've been looking forward to being in. And then you yeah. still have a level of trust with this lecturer of yours who mm-hmm. said to you they can help you to do better and be great. And then Gandhi, he goes and does this. I mean, who wouldn't be sure? My, my glimmer of hope just mm. messed everything up. <laughs> it was mm. just... It is unreal. It is unreal. So I think this is where I will end off the podcast for this week. I will be making this episode a two-part series because we really go into how this incident affected her academic career and, of course, her life in general, you know. So do check out part two coming in two weeks time where we finish off the conversation with Upambili and grooming in university environments. I hope you were able to hear some of the common characteristics which happen when it comes to such situations. I was asking specific questions so that people understand that these people don't operate in the darkness of the night. You know, they operate right in front of our eyes, right in front of our parents' eyes. And it's it's just something that is extremely rife in our communities. I think that we will end the conversation here for today thank you so much for listening thanks to upambile as well for sharing her story because this is not something easy to talk about so i'm so grateful for her as well thanks to the listeners and of course please follow us on instagram at outside radio underscore and you can also find all of our podcasts on the landing page www.outsideradio.live until next time